Welcome back, everybody. This is Ashley. I'm Alex. And this is The Morning Dude. So today we don't have like a particular topic that we're going to talk about. Um, we're just going to talk about basically the future of our podcast and um, where we are in life um, now. Month of September. Yeah. So today is going to be um, the final episode of this season. And we're going to carry on probably later this fall. Um, and if you guys have been tuning in this entire time, we've talked about everything from our family. Um, <laughs> speaking of family, um, everything from our family, our relationship um, to finances and racism. Um, and I think that kind of just, I don't say describes Alex and I. It does uh, not describe me. <laughs> but um, these are things we do talk about often. Um, so we got, we let you guys into our home and into our hearts um, and we're just going to continue that today with, um, basically continue on and letting you know where we are right now. All right. So let's go. Yeah. Let's wake up. It's the morning. Morning dude. <laughs> it's the morning. The morning. Last week I started my um, master's program again, and today I did a proposal to do like a trunk or treat festival type of activity with knowing that it's COVID-19, like presented that as well. And it didn't, the pres- my presentation went pretty good, but they kind of knocked, like, knocked some of the stuff down, which is, you know, understandable. Before the meeting started, I met with the superintendent. And he he told me that he just got like an email in today, mm-hmm. and he showed me like what it was, and it was just like you can't have more than ten people in an activity on campus or something like that. I think the CDC also recommended trunk or treats not be a thing, but yeah, to me, if you can have ten people in a room, you could do a trunk or treat. <laughs> right. So yeah, but anyway, I met with a couple of principals and the director, so it was pretty cool. Like I remember that I do want to work in schools, but. Mm-hmm. Maybe I missed a great year not to be working in this school because for the last nine or ten years I've been working inside the school. So this, the one year that I'm not inside of a school, it's like maybe I, maybe I dodged a bullet because they mm-hmm. have to think, consider so much extra stuff than we never had to do before. Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe. maybe Is know? it because of the pandemic that? Yeah. Like extra consideration. Pand- yeah. Okay. So, but it was just a reminder that maybe I am in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. Has some. Stuff happened last week. It was like, okay, maybe I'm on track. Yeah. Things aren't too bad. Yeah. The classes I'm taking now aren't as hard as the first two. Mm-hmm. The first two, I was like, if this is the way it's going to be, then I don't, <laughs> don't want to do this no more. I don't want to do yeah. it anymore. But there was this lady in my group in my one of my classes in the last term, and she was like, these are the hardest ones. Like, this is my last two classes. Mm-hmm. Nothing has been this difficult. She's like, don't give up. I was like, she's lying. She probably <laughs> is trying to make me do my participation in the group. Yeah. But she was so far... What she said was correct. I was yeah. like, oh, this is not even thinking about it. Yeah, so far so good. Yeah, but I don't want to jinx myself. Yeah. Um, as far as update on my life, I don't know if I mentioned this on the – I know. I, I know I have previously, like probably like a month ago, where I was talking about, like, my anxiety and depression um, and basically how not letting, like, external factors um, – play a part in how you internalizing those external factors, basically. <coughs> and I'm human and I did let a lot of stuff get to me. You know, I had a review at my uh, job and, you know, when I'm with my patients, they always tell me how, you know, lovely I am and how they're so excited that I'm there. And I hear nothing but positive feedback um, from them. And then getting a review where it was just like super mediocre um, like, and it was just filled with negativity, but <laughs> revert 
because Alex have heard this story. So in this, um, two weeks ago, I was just not in a good mental space at all. And so I actually went to therapy and like just cried and cried on this man's couch for like an hour and a half <laughs> and basically telling him like my fears and, um, the, my triggers and how they're being triggered at my current workplace. And, um, that same day I was supposed to have a review, oops, excuse me, supposed to have a review with my boss. It was so that I was in therapy at the time. So when he went to go do the review, um, I wasn't there. He couldn't find me. And so the next day he was like, Hey, I can, I couldn't find you yesterday. I don't know where you went. Like I didn't tell him where I was right. None of his business. Um, but I'm so glad that was the case because when I sat down in the review, I was able to better explain how I felt. And so I seen like just glimpsing on his desk, like what the numbers and stuff he had calculated for me. Um, they don't give you a copy while you're going over it together. Well, he does. But, but when I walked in, I seen, seen it. Um, and he was like, well, I know what I'm going to say. Do you know what, you know, do you have anything to say? And the first words out of my mouth was, I don't think I'm a good fit for your clinic. And he does, he, I don't know if anybody has been as honest with him as I was in that moment, but it was like something that I genuinely felt and still feel like I'm trying to get, um, to a point where I enjoy it, but I just find that my joy is getting sucked out of me every single day. Um, but people, the people around me are enjoying me and which was kind of interesting. So after he went through this whole long spiel of how can I support you, blah, 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 and having a conversation with him a few weeks prior about um, my situation, how I felt there, mm-hmm. and then feeling like when I said it in a way like, I don't think I should be here, then he felt like he was blindsided. But I was like, yo, I literally just had a conversation with you a week and a half ago about the same topic, but I presented it in a way like I want to have solutions. And now I'm coming to you like, all right, well, I had that conversation with you. You didn't seem to care. And so I think it's time for me to leave. And you feeling blindsided by that. I felt that was ridiculous. Um, so he went and tried to like, Uh, essentially I told him that, you know, I didn't feel like I was a good fit for his clinic. And then I felt like I have a lot of um, anxiety and depression that I I have, you know, kicked. Um, But I find it being triggered again, being here. Mm -hmm. Um, And he said, um, you know, like, what are those triggers? And like, ask me like personal questions. You know what I mean? Like it just kind of felt inappropriate. Um, And I, and I also know that he's the type of person where he's like, okay, this is confidential. It's going to stay between us, but he tells everybody. Right. Yeah. He just tells everybody. And so like literally after he's like, uh, I just want to let you know, I had a conversation with about our conversation. And the first thing to him is like, why, why would you have a, per- a conversation with that person when I've already told you he told how you I after felt? This? Yeah. It was the next day. And he was like, well, I had a conversation with, you know, another uh, coworker of ours to um, kind of get down to what exactly, you know, um, why you don't feel supported. And I was like, so confused. Cause I'm like, I literally told you so everything that, <laughs> you know, how I was feeling. And then you go and try to like seek, like, he's like one of those people who like seek specific answers. Like that one time you did that one thing and you know what I mean? And I'm just like, no dude, like that's not what it is. So, um, it was interesting that a few days ago I was having a conversation with two people and it happened in the same day. Um, this was, what's today? Tuesday. So this is Thursday, last Thursday. And one of my other coworkers was like, yeah, you know, um, you know, everybody around here really likes you. Right. And I was like, well, like, where did that come from? Cause we were talking about something different. She goes, yeah. Um, you know, we've, people have been saying like patients have really been enjoying you and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty dope. Cause like, we don't get that type of feedback. You know, we only get the negative stuff. Nobody tells us when we're doing great. And then I had a person in admin say something. Um, she was like, I am, she feels like I am um, improving the program over there. Uh, and she, we're, she feels like I am turning the program around. And this wasn't, I know there had not been a conversation with my boss at this point yet. Um, because I still seen the, <laughs> the reviews on his desk, like, cause he, he's gone, you know? 
Um, and he didn't get back until today. So I know it wasn't his doing, you know, and I was like, I always find it so interesting where just in general in life, well, people will tell you a, neg- a thousand negative things about you and won't even tell you the four billion positive things. That's because it's easier to remember <laughs> negative things or bad experiences more than the good stuff. Like the negative yeah. stuff sticks. It's easy to remember like, hmm. Right. And then some people's brains just work off negativity. Right. So it's like, what's all the bad stuff I can remember? Okay. Right. <laughs> And he kind of like said that something like, well, are you at least getting something, you know, clinically out of this? I'm like, yeah, but I also feel like because my self-esteem is so fucked up because of this place, it doesn't feel like (laughs) there's a lot of improvement, even though, like I was saying, there's an extern there right now who's a current D4. So if you don't know what that is, it's a senior in dental school. And, you know, I just graduated technically in December 2019. So we're only eight months difference, you know, and (laughs) I'm like helping her with everything and stuff like that. And she's like, you know, today, you know, you just look so confident while you're in there. She's like, every time I look at you, I'm like, is this what it looks like when you're only eight months out of graduation? Because, oh, my God, like. And she was asking me if I did residency, if I plan on doing residency. And I told her, I was like, you know, I plan on doing residency after these two years because there's still a lot of things I don't feel confident about. And she goes, don't say that because I look at you and you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, no, there's a lot for me to learn and a lot of things I want to build my confidence up. And um, I know if I learn something right the first time, it's going to stick forever. But the moment I learn something wrong the first time, that sticks with me forever. And so I don't want to learn things wrong. Um, and I think that's just the Virgo in me. I'm like, I have to be perfect. But I just realized that some people are just freaking haters. Like they haters and they thrive off of negativity. And it's like so unfortunate because that's not how my brain works. But it's like the longer that I'm there, um, the more that my brain is shifting to that way. Um, and you already know, like when it's going good for me, then I like I don't find things to to hate <laughs> but when like things are bad it's like i can't find my, can't like I, head in a dump yeah <laughs> like and it, it it plays with me so much and i'm just like i hate that you know i like i i freaking hate it and i just want to get out of get out of this place um mentally and i think the only way to do that is like get out of here physically <laughs> um but yeah so when you were saying like it feels like i'm in the right space or right on the right track sometimes i feel like i made a five hundred thousand dollar mistake like, maybe I shouldn't have gone into this field. And people keep telling me, well, it gets better. It's because of COVID. It's because you're new. It's because of this. Because of that. I'm, like, well, I'm fully capable of realizing if I like something. In the, like, if I want to learn more about the subject, chances are I really enjoy it. Um, but if I'm just like, nah, bruh, <laughs> chances are I'm, I'm just over it. Um, and so I'm like, like, maybe if I can come at, like, my new goal is to retire at 40. Um, where do you get these goals? Where do you get this idea? Or why do you no. want to retire at 40? I don't want to, like, I'm not talking about sitting on the beach I'm at just 40. Asking. I'm saying, like, I have enough investment, investments and passive income that I can get paid the same amount I'm getting paid now without having to work. So if I choose to work, that's awesome. Then I have more, you know, income coming in. But I want to get to a point where. But why? Why do you want to do that? Because I don't want to spend the rest of my life doing something that just makes me feel like meh. I want to live life to the fullest. Um, And I feel like I don't want to be on this hamster wheel anymore. Like, get up, go to work, come home. Get up, go to work. Like, that's annoying. Like, I want to be able to be like, no, I'm going to hang out with my kids today. I'm going to keep them home from school and I want to hang uh, hang out with them. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I feel like I won't be able to do that with a job because why didn't you come in? You called in sick today. Well, if you love, this is what was told to me, if you love your patients, and I wish you loved your patients enough to come in. And I was like, what? Like, that's not the type of shit I want to hear. Like, I had a, I had migraines, and it's not like I'm calling out every week. I call out, like, once a month from a fucking migraine, and which is normal for people, like, with migraines. And that means I fought three days with a migraine, and then the one day I couldn't take it anymore, I took off, you know? But being told that, you know... I wish you loved your patients enough. And I'm like, okay, I do love my patients, but I love me more. And um, I do love my patients enough to know that I probably shouldn't be working on them if I can't see, (laughs) you know? Um, But yeah, that's the type of like shit you hear and you're just like, okay, maybe I need to be my own entrepreneur. But I was like, here's the thing. 
I don't want to work. I don't think I can work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to work for myself. <laughs> I think I just don't want to work. <laughs> or I need to find something that more is more enjoyable to bring me income. And I want to still live like this life that we're living now, super comfortable. We're not rich at, by any means, but we're comfortable. I don't think you or I feel like if something were to majorly happen, we wouldn't be able to like figure something out. If we got fired, I don't know if we're going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we probably, I only got about mm, two months of expenses saved up so far, but <laughs> um, yeah. So I want to get to the point where it's like, that's not an issue. And maybe I would just want to start a nonprofit when I'm 40 and really just, you know, do something more enjoyable and make up my own hours and stuff. So Long story, but that's how I'm doing. (laughs) What made you go with the number 40? Mm -hmm. Because you're what? 32? And you you had a birthday this month? Mm -hmm. So what? 40. So eight years. (laughs) Eight years from now, you want to retire. Mm -hmm. Because I think that it's doable. I feel like there'll be a lot of, I wanted to do a short-term goal um, or shorter goal because it put a little pep in my step versus like if I said like 50, you know, retirement age is 59 and a half. And I was like, okay, if I say 50, then I'm going to be like, it's fine. I have 18 years, you know, to say, I'm like, no, let's do 40 so that I can start doing my research and preparing myself um, financially for whatever it is so that's why i've been selling stuff and putting it like my side hustle is a um selling on poshmark and i think i've made like 2100 dollars in two weeks from selling off there like let me keep going so i know like for me when i say 40 what makes you go why you keep asking me like why 40 why 40 what makes it so like i just want to know well obviously i think it's obvious a lot of people don't just want to go to work but i want to know what do you want to do with your time Mm-hmm. at 40 that makes you want to be like at 40 I'm done boom like what is life it's not like that's not retirement is like just people who retire and still work at Walmart you know who just like yeah I'm just here to greet you know because that's I enjoy that and so it's like wh- at what point do I say okay I'm no I'm not enjoying this job that I uh, that I work so hard for and I thought I was going to enjoy so much and I'm like okay realistically I have to stay here for some time because I have these gigantic student loans so I need to come up with the money so I can at least pay those off. I guess it's not that it's 40. It's that it's eight years. Yeah. So, like, you know, why not do 10 years, five years? How would you get to – I just want to know how you got to 40, eight. Because four is my favorite number. Okay. Um, so I could do 44 as well. But, like I said, I wanted to put a little pep in my step. Like, And I feel like I think all of us should strive from the moment that we start making money. It's like how quickly can I make my money – make me money? And we don't do that. You know, he's like, what shit can we buy? I think we, we go the opposite. I think people go, what can I do that is most enjoyable versus how can I make the most money now so then I could be do more enjoyable stuff later. So I think that's how people get in debt because they're doing the stuff that they really yeah. enjoy. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it's not even they do. They just buy stupid shit. Like, if we're being honest, most people just buy stupid shit. Like, Well, I think that's why we all go to college is because we want to – do something that's enjoyable, but make more money than if we didn't have a college degree. Mm-hmm. So I would say a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people go to college because they like to do X, Y, and Z, and then they want to mm-hmm. get a degree to it so they can make, quote, unquote, more money. Mm-hmm. So to see your route, I guess at a point you loved dentistry before. Mm-hmm. See, that's, a, that's the whole problem with dentistry is that you take so long to, to get to actually right. be a dentist from all the work you got to put in a study and mm-hmm. stuff. So this is just something I've never seen someone go from that I know personally go mm-hmm. from doing something that they really really don't like mm-hmm. to quit doing that without finding what they want to do. So I wouldn't say quit. So like to retire from something. Mm-hmm. So when I retired from football, I found media to mm-hmm. to do something like supplement my time. So do you know exactly? Like I know you want to spend time with certain people. But do you know yet, as of yet, what you want to do at 40? Um, like I said, I think about starting like nonprofits because my goal has always been to help people. It has never been to make the most money. It wasn't never really dentistry. It was like, okay, what can I do 
that would make a decent living and that would help people. And that's when I came up with dentistry. And it was, you know, something, a decision that I made like, super young that I was like, okay, like I've always, always been interested in dentistry, but it's like when I made the choice, I was like, I'm going to be a dentist. I was 14, you know, even at five, I was talking about, you know, becoming a dentist, but 14, I was like, yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. Um, and I think that's why when I made that like announcement, it was like a week ago or whatever, I think. And people were like, yes, they were so supportive. Like, yeah, I understand. Like this sucks. Like, but like you, like we have to believe in ourselves and we have to do what we love to do. Otherwise you're going to live a miserable ass life. And it's, some people are okay with like, you know, spending their best years of their life working and, you know, and so that they can live a really good retirement. Um, but I don't want to be 65 years old and just now living life, you know, like, okay, I'm gonna work, you know, 55 years of my life and then I'm gonna enjoy the last 10. Like, no, I don't, (laughs) I don't want that. How about I get to a point where I'm still young and, um, I'm still able to do shit and, you know, still look good while doing it, you know, and enjoy life. And that's all I want to do is get to a point where I can enjoy life and do what it is I want to do, like, and not feel like I am tied down to some sort of obligation um, with something. Like, that's just, I think it's a bullshit, and it's a bullshit system. system. And it's so, like, westernized. Because if you look around the world, people don't live the same lives that we do. You know, they're the, you know, sun up to sundown, you are, you know, spending the majority of your time with these other people. I mean, hell in Italy, people work all day, but they have a four hour break in between where you can kind of do whatever you want, you know? And I, if, if our system was set up more like that, then it'd be like, yeah, it'd probably be a little bit more enjoyable, but it's like right now it just feels like you're constantly just like, you know, on a hamster wheel and it's not something I want to live. All right. So 40 comes. Okay. Where do you see yourself living? Was um, it, was your first, are you going to go on vacation? Where do you want to be to celebrate your 40? I don't think it would be a huge celebration because I still have to be mindful of, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not making six figures you anymore. You have some Dollar Tree decorations. But what I was thinking is like, okay, well, maybe, um, I, w- I was thinking about getting my real estate license. That's the first thing I probably will get in the next year. Before I go back to Portland, I will get my real estate license. Um, this is new news to me. Really? Because I feel like I've been saying it a lot past few. Maybe I just didn't tell you, but I've told everybody else. I'm going to get my real estate license. So okay. I want a side hustle that is not dentistry. Um, I want to be able to branch out. And like I told um, my best friend, I said, and, and my sister, who's also my best friend, <laughs> I said, um, I have never seen a wealthy dentist, but I've seen a whole hell of a lot of wealthy real estate investors there's how am I going to retire at 40 being a dentist? There's no way, (laughs) but there is a way if I decide to invest in real estate somehow. And so at 40, I see, you know, maybe our family living in a like really nice duplex where we live on one side and our tenant lives on the other side and our mortgage is $2,500 a month and we charge them (laughs) $2,500 and they pay our mortgage and whatever money, that um that comes into our household doesn't go towards our living expenses it can go to towards like you know our retirement accounts and things like that like that's where i see myself like having like our house make us money having my money make me money shit like that and we're just living our best lives you what's, know? The, what's what's the top two top three investment type things you think you're gonna tackle so i'm also um definitely gonna do mutual funds um, I haven't decided if I'm going to go through the, like a brokerage right way, which they have a broker, um, a brokerage fee. Um, but right now it's waived because of COVID. <laughs> um, yeah. What is the percentage? Typically? I don't know. Oh. I, I've heard, I've seen anything from like one to 4%, but 4%, I think it's pretty high. I think it's usually like one to 2%, which can like be tens and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then real estate. And then my third one. So my third one is, um, based off my life insurance. 
And this is the one I was um, talking to um, you see the lady that, our financial that advisor cut, about. That cut her, her, she tried to cut her arm off or her hand off to get life insurance. Okay, so no, it's not like that. <laughs> no, I didn't oh, see like, that. So yeah, she, she cut her hand off. But then they find out she they find out she did it, and so mm-hmm. she didn't get the money for it. Like they they got it reattached on, like you know. Mm-hmm. But since they found out that she was the one who did it, I think mm-hmm. she was gonna get one point four million or something mm-hmm. like that. But so if you want to do that, <laughs> so I'm gonna go on whole life insurance, which some people like um, think is not the best investment. But there's different ways that you can do it. But people only talk about the first way, which is like you have a monthly premium. Of like some astronomical number, it's like six hundred dollars a month or whatever. So you can pay like yearly or something. Uh, monthly, so you pay six hundred dollars a month versus like term life insurance, which is fifty dollars ish a month. Um, the difference being is that um, the one that I'm choosing, I get to contribute what I want to contribute every month. So I'm thinking about doing about like four hundred dollars a month into that. And they basically, about year 10 is when you'll start building equity. So basically, it's like you're paying, I'm putting in quotations, off your life insurance um, for the first, like, nine to 10 years. And you are, like, building up a certain amount. Um, and then after 10, year, 10 years, it'll start making you money. So you put the money in or whatever. And then um, the company that you invested with will invest the money accordingly. Um, and it's, like the first few years you'll get like one to two percent like um return and then after that you can get like five to seven so what if you die <laughs> so because it's whole life um you guys will be guaranteed my life insurance plan who is you guy you and the kids and how much would that be um i currently have a well one i'm saying if you do the the other route so i currently for my term is one million dollars um and that's if i die um, during, From that blood pressure. during the <laughs> particular term. Yeah. So if I die within a particular term, then you guys will get the money. But if I die outside of that term, so like, let's say I'm paying until 60, you know, um, and if I die before I'm 60, then you guys will get the life insurance check. But if I die after 60, we, y'all won't get nothing. Even if it's the next day, like y'all not gonna get nothing. So whole life insurance just means I can die whenever. So life insurance is a scam too. Still. What do you mean? So if, I, if some, that's just a policy you have mm-hmm. for sixty. If you die after sixty, no one gets the money. Right. So basically, um, I mean that's all with all insurance. You know, with car insurance. You can never get into a car accident. And you still got to pay two hundred dollars a month or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, so whole life just means that um, y- when I die, y'all will get paid. Um, guaranteed like a million dollars because that's what my term was but you guys will also get paid um, whatever my um, other contributions were plus my dividends so um, at various different years like at year 50 or whatever it'd be like one and then can you pull out 1.05 million and then year 70 it's going to be 2.3 million so yes um, this particular investment is super flexible so um, I was like, that's one of the questions that I asked my financial advisor. I was like, yo, so I plan on retiring 10 years, yo, so <laughs> can I start eight pulling years. out there? Yeah, eight years. Um, and he was like, yes, it's super flexible. Like you can take out monthly, um, a monthly, uh, like reti- like your 401k, how you're just like, this is what my income is. So you'll take it out monthly or annually. Um, so you just have more flexibility as far as that goes, which is why he wants me to put more into my, um, mutual funds and then a lot less into my, uh, cash value, um, investment. Um, yeah. And that way that my mutual funds will gain me a lot of money more, much more quickly. It's like a 10% return every year. Um, and then also do this other one too, because it's not dependent on the stock market. Like the mutual funds is dependent on the stock market. So whatever the stock market is doing is how my mutual funds are going to do. So he wants me to do both. Um, But yeah, so real estate, I think, would be. mm, I don't want to say it's the easiest to predict because there's all been studies for all of them. 
But I feel like because I'm a Virgo, I feel like I'll have more control over that because like I control <laughs> how much I can sell this house for and stuff like that. So yeah, those are my top three right now. My third one, um, once I get into, uh, I'm probably re- replaced. Like I'm gonna keep this third one, the cash um, value um, account, but it won't be my investment, but it'll be something like if my mutual funds you know, tank or whatever. Hmm. Um, Cause they, you know, there's ups and lows in the market. Um, that one, since it's not dependent on the stock market, I can use and it, It's more of a backup plan more than it is like a way a true investment. If that makes sense. So would you use dentistry as a side hustle? I can. Um, I think I would probably go part-time, you know, I probably wouldn't do something that I would, you know, I probably wouldn't do it full time. Yeah. What about you though? Like, I'm just learning, sitting here learning <laughs> new stuff. Talking about she decided to retire at 40. We ain't talk about she decided whatever real estate stuff we ain't talk about. So I'm just like, when did, all this, all when did all this stuff happen? Good for you. Good yeah, for you, I just, friend. you know, I just, it really was like a week and a half ago. I was like, I don't do this shit no more. I think it was longer than that, but. No, like, not like. I don't want to be at this job anymore, but like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I even like going to school and stuff. It was still like eight to five, eight to five. Like I don't want to do this no more. I've been doing this for fucking forever. I mean, I've been working since I was young. Like I'm no, you know, some people have the benefit of not working until like after college and shit. I'm like, well, damn, I got 12 years on you or 10 years on you. So yeah. (laughs) Cool. Cool. So we made this podcast. Was it for your birthday? Mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah. It came out like the day after, but yeah. So how are you feeling? Like reflecting on this year and the many podcast episodes we've had. Like, how do you feel? Like, how do you feel about? All right, you gotta ask me more specific because like, you know I don't. We we've gone. We've had guests. Um, we've we've seen growth in our podcast. We've seen a lot of people who are like so interested and will text us literally like oh my gosh i listened to the last one like how does it feel that we've gotten this this far it's not like gigantic growth or anything like that but like just seeing that like we had one of our biggest um it's called vision this is what i do okay this is this is what i knew would happen (laughs) okay so it's not like a elaborate you know i get visions I'm a future seer. I know how things are going to plan out. I'm an observer. So mm-hmm. I figured it'll be do what it's doing. Mm-hmm. What would you like to see happen in the future? Uh, I guess let's put more like just put more into it. Mm-hmm. That would be that could look like actually setting it up with more better sound stuff, mm-hmm. uh, more promotional stuff creating more stuff to to sell or to market off of our podcast mm-hmm. and just getting more guests more monetization so just more <laughs> little stuff like that to add it up but it for me it's still fun just to sit and talk to you because i didn't, literally didn't know any of that <laughs> stuff you just talked about so i think it's well needed yeah it, at first it was a it was like a job so like now it's fun for me i don't know how it is for you well, I think it was obvious. I think it was more fun for you at the beginning, maybe. I don't know. And then I was like, yeah. Well, it's been about the same. Uh, well, <laughs> now it's pretty it's fun. I just don't like waiting for it to get set up and stuff. You'd be like, let's do a podcast episode. This is what and she then did. it's like, She'd be like 50,000 minutes later. Today was your fault. You were on the phone. But she acted like she can't set it up. I'm sure I don't you, know how to I'm set sure it you up. Know how to, like, that's, that's terrible. This is a. 13th this probably like we probably deleted three of them so this is probably like the 16th one and you don't know how to set up two chords i don't know what program you use none of that i don't mean like that part i mean just plugging stuff in but it's cool so i think for next season um one of our one of my own personal goals would be like to get us on youtube too so we can have um podcast episodes but not necessarily like showing. I mean, we could show our podcast obviously on YouTube, so you can watch us talk. Because I feel like it's a lot different when you're able to like see <laughs> a person like when they're talking. 
Um, but then also having like short videos and stuff about like random things. I feel like that would be fun. Like there's so many things, topics that I would want to talk about and touch on that I feel like would be better off if we like had a visual behind it versus just like just talking. So that would be something. And then like getting our subscribers up. I feel like that should be a goal of ours too. Yep. So I think um, one of our goals this year just like being in the new this new place was like being able to spend more time with family. COVID has made that a little bit harder, but one of the things that we were able to do this year um, was actually have Knight's birthday party in Portland. Um, and yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my sister who um, her event company is called uh, Features um, and – her name is Danielle Pritchett, so if you've seen the videos or if you've seen any of the pictures, she put that whole thing together by herself. I mean, of course, she was yelling at us to hang balloons and stuff, but, like, it was her vision. Um, but, yeah, her birthday is the day before mine, and so her, um, me, and Knight um, had shared a birthday party. So. And Aaliyah, too. Yeah, and Aaliyah, because all of our birthdays are so close to each other. So close. Yeah, so tonight, his birthday, um, it was a go wild thing. Mm-hmm. Go wild for night. Mm-hmm. So I think he had fun. I think it would have been more fun if, if it was at our house, like a, a place that we live, because I think he was, he got like uncomfortable at moments where he wanted to just be without a whole bunch of people. Yeah. But that's typical for night. Because he is your child. <laughs> but I think he had fun. We had, um, I cannot think of his name right now. That balloon guy come out. Oh, yeah. And he did balloons and did some fire juggling. Mm-hmm. I think it was better than getting a, a um, bouncy house because he wanted a bouncy house. But Oh, yeah. For COVID purposes. Yeah. And then my sister did the little drinks and stuff and candy. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a success for COVID. Even if it wasn't COVID, I think it was a success. There was a lot of people there, but like. No one, no one left with COVID. Nobody left with COVID. <laughs> people actually wore masks, which was like, like. Super, like, this is our new normal everybody COVID party. I took a picture of it, and everybody's in masks. <laughs> <laughs> but I think everybody was, like, itching to get out of the house, too, and then just be outside. We didn't have the party inside either. Um, so that helps also with spreading diseases. You can prevent diseases if you stay outside. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I feel like there's something else, too, like, as far as his birthday. No? Oh, maybe because it turned into our birthday party after. So, like, the way my sister did it was, like, all day the kids will come and play and stuff like that. And the kids will leave, and it'll be, like, adult-only party. And it was quite a few people for us, too. Like, she just, like, changed the backdrop for our photo booth and uh, little stuff like that. And, like, the lights turned off. We played, like, adult games and stuff like that. We just had a ball. Um, Alex and... Uh, Tierra, we're living it up, living their best lives. <laughs> that was fun. It's always so much fun watching y'all two interact. <laughs> I know. She seems back back to herself again. Yeah. Like, I haven't been around her that long, but it seems yeah. like, oh, this is, remember, sounds like high school again. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was fun. We had, that was a vodka night because there was no tequila. There was tequila. It was just rubbing alcohol. So oh, yeah, nasty. nasty. So yeah, that was a vodka. I drank. Nicole's vodka, Roboto. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then whatever, what other updates? Uh, Rain has been doing really good with her new teachers at school. Her emotional self. Yeah. She's been expressing herself better. Not the best yet, but better than just. She's only been working on it for three weeks, so you yeah. gotta give her some. No, I don't know. I don't think that teacher been there for three weeks. The, her, yeah. the new teacher, but since she's been there, she's been improving her communication yeah. and stuff like that. Knight, I don't know. I think he's been <laughs> backtracking his using his words yeah. and stuff like that. He's been getting frustrated, easier. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, I'm starting to punch people now. So yeah, I think he's just realizing, <laughs> like what we all realize is sometimes being too nice won't get you anywhere. Yeah. Um, and that kind of sucks that he's learning that at five. You know what I mean? Like, okay, now it feels like I need to punch you in the face because <laughs> you clearly are not listening to my words. Yeah. And I can't say that I don't agree with the sentiment. <laughs> it's like, can you, do you know how to Sometimes punch? Sometimes you just got to punch somebody so in that's the where, face. <laughs> that's where night is. Rain is 
falling back from hitting so much, and then yeah. now night is starting to hit. So yeah, but I think it balances out with but between their relationship. You know what I mean? Where I don't feel like Rain feels like she can bully him, and I don't feel like he feels like he needs I to be bullied. Don't like it. Right. Also, probably before the next episode, their YouTube channel should be launched. We mm-hmm. were recording like crazy now, so we got at least like eight videos to put out. Oh, for the kids. Yeah, for the kids. Yeah. I don't know. Ashley's supposed to start this YouTube channel. She still has not started. So I need you, to. If you got her number or her Instagram or something, let's go ahead and text her. Tell her to start her YouTube. We got us a GoPro now, and we just take it everywhere with us. Yeah. So I think I might get another one. I might get the new one. <laughs> the kids have fun with it. They Well, Rain likes to, hold, rec- likes to vlog. Hey, guys. <laughs> My daughter really does that. It's so cute. Hey, everybody. <laughs> so that's what we're working on. And what else are we doing? We are in the Halloween spirit. We are. I'm so excited. I think that's the reason why I haven't fallen into like a full-blown depression is because as soon as it happened, I was like, oh. <gasps> But Halloween is almost here. And if you guys know me, Halloween or my family, Halloween is like one of the bigger holidays for us because it was my mom's favorite holiday. So she would just go all out. And so me being a product of Luann, <laughs> who's my mom, um, I just like always feel like my kids, they need they need that Halloween spirit. So we were just been making popcorn, jello popcorn, if you haven't had it, it's delicious. Um Going to Target. To the videos. Videos going to Target out. and playing in the Halloween decorations has been a ton of fun. So, shout out to Halloween for um, cheering me up. <laughs> and Starbucks. <laughs> and then, so, what'd you do for your mom's birthday yesterday? Did you have a? Do you like have a conversation? Do you write a note? What do you do? Um. So typically, <laughs> on her birthday, I would go to Olive Garden <laughs> and just kind of like you know, bring everybody and we would just eat. And I was like, I'm not driving two hours to Olive Garden because it's like an hour there and then an hour back. I was like, I'm not doing that. Um, But when it comes to her, like, like speaking to her and stuff like that, I don't feel the necessity. Any, like, I feel like before I would kind of have a smaller conversations with her. But she usually comes to me in my dreams and, like, has, like, conversations with me. And I don't feel like she feels it's necessary anymore to, like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, she used to come, like, when I am about to, like, lose it all, um, she'll come to me and be like, girl, calm your tits. Like, it's going to be okay. Um, and I know when it's getting bad for me mentally when she pops up in a dream. <laughs> So, um, no, I didn't have a conversation with her. I did for like half a second kind of tear up and be like, you know, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I cannot believe she's gone. Like, I'm 32. My mom was already gone. Um, and, you know, lost her when I was, what, 27, 26? And pregnant. I think, no, I think I was 26 and pregnant with night. And then, yeah. I was like, yo, it's been five and a half years. Like, that's wild, bro. Like, I can't. First of all, it's been hmm. how the hell did I get this far without my mom? Like, because even though my sister and I have always been wildly independent, it's been like still like having, you know, feeling like there's that foundation and kind of having it like pulled from underneath you. And it's like, all right, now I just have this platform on sticks. Um, how the fuck do I rebuild everything? And realizing that my mom had left the foundation that was me, myself, um, there. And it just felt like she took the foundation with her. So in honor of her birthday, what are some some ideals or some things that she lived by that you could recommend to other people? Um, swear. Cuss a lot. Does the body good. Just get that shit out. <laughs> um... Make sure you have a good group of friends around you, um, knowing their limitations as well, knowing that they can't make you um, better, knowing that they can't make you somebody that you are not willing to be yourself, 
Um, but knowing who's there for you. Um, that was one of hers. Um, what's something else? She saved knowing how to budget. <laughs> that was huge. So quick, quick story. Cause I, I feel like this should be a YouTube video, but when my mom passed away, my sister and I were like, how the hell are we going to pay for like ABC? And, um, we go into her car and she had like a shit ton of quarters in her middle console. And I remember her telling me that was her savings plan. Like whenever she would get changed back from anywhere, she'd be like, no, no, just give it to me in quarters. She probably had a little acorns account now. Yeah. And she was <laughs> acorns like for real. That's how she saved her money. And so my sister and I almost got $4,000. Might have not been more than 4,000, but almost $4,000. Um, I believe in her fucking middle of her middle console in her car from just her throughout the, she died in May. So from January to May, cause she did at the end of the year, every year. So for like five or six months, she'd been saving up these quarters in the middle console. And so she just, it made it so much um, easier for my sister and I to pay off like her mortgage that month and like little expenses that were coming away before we got our, um, inheritance check from the tribe like which helped out a lot so it was just really funny <laughs> so yeah if you can save where you can because <laughs> she knew she was not gonna go spend a bunch of fucking quarters that's why she always got the money in quarters so budget and save what makes the, the best way that you know how so yep so you knew my mama what, what, were, what were what were what's something that you would say uh Party early. <laughs> Party hard. And celebrate, yeah. <laughs> Celebrations was, I think, the biggest thing I got from her. Before then, I didn't uh, celebrate, really, or acknowledge, like, milestones. Mm -hmm. Like, she would make you celebrate uh, yeah. our vacation. I've never been on a vacation, really. Before, <laughs> before I went on vacation with your mom, she would invite, she would invite us to, like, us because I guess it was me and AP. She went mm -hmm. us to places, so we went to the beach. Mm -hmm. We stayed the night there. She took me to Hawaii, and then I was making her take me to. I think we were going to Miami together. That was our last plan, but it didn't happen. Yeah, we were going to Miami or probably New Orleans because she tried to take your friend to New Orleans. <laughs> I can't remember what this. It was between two places, and I was mm -hmm. like, "Let's just go to Miami." I haven't been there, and she mm -hmm. was just like, "All right." So we were planning for that, <laughs> but yeah. But it's always nice. Whenever you got on my nerves, I would call her. <laughs> <laughs> and she would probably agree with you with whatever because yeah. she always trying to make people feel good. Especially Felicia. She talked to me about Felicia a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Felicia don't know, but I guess she'll know now. But yeah, <laughs> she would talk to me about Felicia a lot. Or like ask me random questions about just random stuff. And <laughs> let's see. She used to make my chicken wings for me, my barbecue wings. Oh, gosh. You and AP used to both ask for those. My wings. Yeah, I, I think I've, I probably haven't really watched any football games since she's passed away. I didn't really, I wasn't really she always into made watching it a whole football ordeal. Game, but she made you watch the yeah. football games, yeah. She had the little stupid football-shaped bowls and <laughs> Yeah, she would make Eat the potato stuff or whatever. And potato skins. Yeah, potato skins. <laughs> I mean, she did white people stuff sometimes, like. All the time. Well, yeah, but like the Christmas the little blueberry cream. Oh, that was actually my Auntie Jill's recipe, the yeah, French toast. Um, yeah, that. <laughs> Other things, yeah. She was a unique individual. <laughs> yeah, I was the first house I went to that had like a cat. That goes down in the history book. Cats. Yeah, <laughs> cats. I hate cats, too. Me, too. You but ain't yeah. the only one. <laughs> they stink. Yeah. Yeah. So this was just like a really weird, like past few weeks for us. Well, for you, it sounds like it was full of successes and things like that. For I me, mean, it was a time for reflection. I've been, I just, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm good at self-regulating now compared mm -hmm. to where I used to be. Mm -hmm. So was, I can compare and contrast. Like life is really, like I feel more at this age, like more control of my destiny. So mm -hmm. there's been times where it's like, what the fuck, you know? Every, but I say this every day, like, what the fuck am I doing at this job? But it's not like, <laughs> I don't hate it. Right. And working, compared to, like, working to, with people from the city, I don't know if it's that, but working here, like, 
these people have fear way more fear for things that I don't fear. Yeah. Like, oh, that's because they're also from a smaller area and they don't, you've seen so much more than they have. So they, they fear like, well, they're, they're, they're loosening up now, but some people that I, that's not on my team, like they fear leaving early. They fear coming into work late, which you shouldn't do, but it's just <laughs> like, you know, I don't, they fear like if their supervisor called them or they yeah. fear like a parent telling on them or they mm-hmm. fear like a kid getting mad at them. It's like, mm-hmm. so I'll give them stuff to live by. I was like, if you can beat the person up physically, you shouldn't be scared <laughs> of them. So it's like this old lady's your supervisor. Logic. That's <laughs> logic number one. If, and then they get scared because like, if you can whip this kid's ass, you should not be <laughs> afraid of them. Like if I, that's just how my life is. Like if I think I could beat you up, you, there's no fear you can put into me. So <laughs> that's the craziest it's a, thing I've ever. It's a crazy analogy, but it works. So <laughs> like with supervisors or whoever, I have confidence because I know at the end of the day, if I'm doing a second job, like I don't want to do a second job, but in, in any way or form that you say something to me wrong or you step to me some, in some type of way, I could beat you up. So, and on that note, I need to get back to working out again. So, <laughs> so just in case. <laughs> yeah. Just, just I always feel like how much my diet and my exercise would contribute to like my overall mental health. People always say diet and exercise, but I'm like, okay, it's only to so much that diet and exercise can do. I do know that, but it's like maybe it, it can't hurt. <laughs> yeah, so, and then since we're saying new stuff tomorrow, I'm going to play tennis. So you have to watch the kids. That's fine. But yeah, I am working on being more, doing more activities like within my, I guess, opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, when opportunities are presented, you take them. Take them. No, but <laughs> there's nothing else really to do. I mean, I could go play <laughs> basketball, but yeah, I want to try something it's new cold. now. It's getting cold outside, though, so what are y'all going to do? You just put on some pants. You ain't ever been outside in the cold? Well, it's about to start snowing here in a few weeks. Oh, my God. It's not about to start in a few weeks. <laughs> a few months. You know, literally, one of my patients literally. was like, Literally. Literally, my patient was like, I need you to do this feeling now because it's going to be winter, and I don't want to come over that hill. It takes me two hours off. So I like, ma'am, this is not how dentistry works. Like, I did not make you come out here. <laughs> <laughs> I did not make you drive two hours. There is a dental office closer to you. You chose this one, ma'am. Trying to save $100. <laughs> No. So I think that's probably about it for us, right? We kind of encompassed oh, all the, the you, learning. What? You, you hit a deer. I hit a deer, my first deer. Baby, take that back in your room. All right, so Ashley, she didn't tell me this either. She hit a deer on the way to work, and then when she got home, then she told me she hit a deer. What was I supposed to do? I'm supposed to be like, I just hit a deer. First of all, I don't get no reception on my way to work. <laughs> I don't get there until I get, I don't get reception until I get to work. And by the time I'm training into my scrubs, right, so I give us, about that. Give us a deer. This morning, so the deer out here, I'm just going to take this off. <laughs> the deer out here are like super crazy. Um, actually, the extern was behind me this day, so she saw everything, yo. Like this morning, they usually are pretty predictable and they come out at the same places every single day, so I know to slow down in these certain places. But this particular one, baby, scoot over. But this particular morning, they were literally coming out behind like dumpsters. They were coming out people's driveways. I was like, what the fuck? It was already weird because I already slowed down like 10 times um, before I actually hit the deer. This deer literally came out of my blind spot and then stood in the middle of the street. (laughs) It like walked out, it wasn't there, and then it walked out, and then I looked, saw that I was coming, and so I hit my brakes, and um, he like stood there, and then he got hit, and then this little bastard just ran away after he hit my car. So my grill is fucked up, <laughs> and he, I was like, I better broke a leg or something because I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, it wasn't even, 
<laughs> after that, there was still deer popping out of me. I'm like, oh my God. So yeah, after that, it was still like uh, so many deer that popped up out of me. And the extern, when, when I, we got to work, she goes, oh my God, that was so crazy. I was like, I know. And I was like, that's what I get. Because literally the day before I was telling one of my coworkers, she was like, yeah, I've hit one deer. And I was like, well, I haven't hit any deer yet. And then sure enough, boom, boom. 12 hours later, how boom. fast? How fast was you going? I originally was going like 65. happy. <laughs> Keep going, good job. Would you rather play the piano or do karate? Piano. Piano. And night. And night. And you. And you. And Titi. And what songs would you play? Do you know any songs to play on the piano? Baby Night Night. All right, night. How old are you? Five. And what did you do for your birthday? I. Not so loud. Just talk to me like regular. What'd you do for your birthday? I. Talking to the mic though. Come here. I opened my presents, I had cake, I packed my balloons. What kind of cake did you get for your birthday? Coconut. And why'd you get a coconut cake? Because I said I want a coconut cake. You did. Okay. And what is what is your. Coconut is a funny word, right? Coconut is a funny word. How was school today? Good. What'd you do? Play. Okay, you gotta stand up right here. Play. And what is your favorite game to play? What do you like to play? What do you like to do? I like to play. You gotta stand up, please. I like to play. Um, Roblox, Minecraft, every game. And what are you gonna be for Halloween this year? Minecraft. Hey, what Minecraft character are you going to be? Steve! Yeah, where'd you get your costume from? Target! Okay. So, I would like to know, what is your favorite song? What song do you like to sing? Um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. I think you 
And on that note, this was the Morning Dew Season 1. Thank you for all your love and support this season. Mommy, wanna Can you tell everybody, say thank you. Thank you. And see you next season. We'll see you next season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I have a treat? Can I have a treat?